something about seeing these things in this kind of auditorium where it really has it has a special impact and, and, and that, that was absolutely beautiful and a great way to introduce you to, to the stage. So a um, bit, of, bit of context, so uh, London Grammar are, you're a week away from going to Germany for yeah. uh, a, a festival mm -hmm. uh, over a couple yeah. of days, so we've pulled them out of rehearsals to be here. Uh, so uh, yeah. that, that seems to be the obvious environment for us to tap into in terms <laughs> of getting ready to perform, which is something that's close to our heart, and, and, and talking about rehearsal. So thank you very much for okay. making the effort to be here today. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, can, you, can you give us a little bit of context just in terms of sort of the, this festival and, and, mm -hmm. and what it means to, to you guys and sort of where it fits into you know, the, the recent history of London Grammar and what you're looking to achieve with, with, at the festival? Well, it's the first festival we've done, it's the first show we've done in a while, actually, for about six months. I think okay. we, we, we did a European tour that ended at the end of last year. Yeah. Uh, the last show was in Antwerp, and it was great. It was a very, it was a very long year of touring. Um, we were very tired when we came off the road. We always are after that. It's a very intensive process. Um, and now it's really just about preparing now for this next set of shows that we have. And this is the first of, I think, seven shows. And the one in Germany is a festival where there's two shows um, on consecutive days and they happen in different parts of the country. So that adds another like, element of slight concern because we have to travel from one side of Germany on a bus overnight to perform the next day. So there's the rehearsing of that and then all the preparation that goes okay. into all of those things. Um, and, and I'm interested that it's the first, first for a while then, because obviously mm -hmm. from... Danny's perspective, you know, doing something 13 years ago, it's okay, it's still kind of at the forefront of my mind, so that's, that's kind of quite nice. How, how does it feel sort of not having been live on stage for a while, and what, what, what's the thought process that you have at the moment getting ready? Well, it, it was quite an intense year for us, because okay. I actually ended up getting quite sick and having to have an operation on my throat after okay. touring, which basically happens to every, every singer ever in history of time. Okay. And um, it, it's kind of interesting, because when you guys kind of came out here and start talking about what you do, it's so just immediately understandable the why you've you've had to think so much about performance and how important it is and all those different things about failure that you were talking about. And um, the big thing is, I think, when you're in entertainment, essentially what what you're doing is quite frivolous, really, in a way. You know, you're you're there to entertain people, so it doesn't really sound like it would be that highly pressured but physically in terms of the adrenaline mm -hmm. and the hours that you don't get to sleep which we pretty much don't really sleep for a year when we're touring mm -hmm. um you know it, it's quite similar even though we're definitely not g getting rid of a bomb or anything like that <laughs> it's it's you know it's nothing like that at all but um the, the last six months we, we've had a bit of a wake-up call i'd say mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, which is, is in, why... In the band of how to look after ourselves. Yeah. And, and this is, in a way, coming here is kind of a fascinating time because it's come at sort of such a revelatory mm. point, I mm -hmm. think, in our careers. I think for the first time we're realising actually what we need to do in terms of increasing our performance ability, whether that's like diet, you know, exercise, mm, yeah. and all those elements to try and see if that's going to give us a bit more of an edge this time when we go on the road. And also if it's going to just let us get through it without sort of falling apart too much again. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And that, 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 yeah. I think I think that's it's really interesting in terms of you know how the, the the shared performance obsession is the link today. 
-hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and then, you know, how your desire to achieve something and find something out about yourself is the thing that, you know, that, that, that is so similar across everyone here as well. So, you know, I, I wonder, you know, in terms of you as London Grammar, is there, is there something that you are seeking to achieve? Is there a success point? How do you measure your success and what are you, what are you sort of looking, looking to achieve? I mean, I think we weren't happy with our second album campaign as, as a whole. I think mm. we weren't in the place as a band to be a good team. And that's another thing that's been spoken about so much, which is so interesting, is the importance of teamwork and working towards something that's greater than yourself, mm. um, but that you are an essential part of. Yeah. And again, in the entertainment industry, in music, you often go on tour and find that, like, any hierarchy, it, it all kind of just goes to chaos. It's either one big party mm -hmm. or it's, um, it's not the kind of industry where those important structures are understood, I'd say. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Do, do, you, do you have a, a picture of success for Germany? I, I think we, we just want to play a great show and we want, we want it to be a confident one. And... Um, we, we've sort of tried new musical things. I think we, we've actually, I think we've gone into the rehearsals with a, a really good, like, sort of approach of, like, we're working together as a team. And I think sometimes rehearse, even being in a rehearsal room, you're cramped up in one little room in King's Cross and it's kind of a bit gross. And it's, it's an intense environment. I can already feel myself sort of draining some of the energy that I had going in. Mm -hmm. But I think we, it's been a good process and I think I'm, confident that we've done some good work that should mean that the show is good going into Germany but um, you know it, it's going to be a it's a process this summer of like Germany's the first step mm -hmm. and then we're building up towards a headline show at Bestival which is probably going to be our biggest show we've ever done really um, in at, at the start of August so we're really sort of this is the first Germany will be the first step. Yeah, and, and do you see it as a step in terms of, you know, you want this to be a confident one and, it, and is there a series of confidence building opportunities up, up till Bestival? You look at, do, you, do you look at it that way? Yeah, definitely. We're kind of, we're trying to make the shows in Germany better than the show that we toured last year and then yeah, each yeah. show I think we're going to try and improve it so we have this amazing end to what was quite a difficult year yeah. is that kind of our goal. Yeah, yeah. okay. And, and, and so what happens in rehearsal now? You know, what's the emphasis for you in terms of how you're using this preparation time to give you a block of confidence before you actually get on stage and sort of get the, you know, well, how good was that? And you get the feedback from the actual event. Mm. What, how, how are you using rehearsal now to, to get ready? I think when you're talking about rehearsal specifically is a lot of technical stuff that goes on. That's okay. where Dot is generally very, very sort of important within the band, hence why he's not here right now, because he's playing with computers at the moment and making sure all of that goes yeah, all well. people who have computers, they're always finding excuses. You know, well, it's the technology he'll find an excuse. So, yeah, yeah. Most no, he's, Dot's an incredibly technically gifted individual. He, he lacks some organisation, so it's sort of about... <laughs> is that a fair thing to say? You're, you're yeah. the band yeah, diplomat. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm loving loving sometimes. It. No, but I, I think there's a, between me and him, a lot of the time in rehearsals, it's about sort of trying to me trying to organise him to do the things technically to make yeah. it right, so that yeah. we don't have to worry about those things on the day. And then there's obviously like the more creative elements, like adding sort of, we've been adding transitions to some of the tracks to try and make the show a bit different. So that might be little musical things. And then there's generally just playing together to make us tighter, you know, and, and sort of brush away the cobwebs from six months of not playing together as a band. Yeah, yeah. And, and is there anything particularly for you from the vocal perspective or ways, ways in which you're using 
rehearsals or do, do, do you sort of mentally prepare for actually stepping out on stage rather than sort of you know be, being in the um, grubby little place in King's Cross I think I've been in a few offices like that as well, but uh, um, yeah is there anything you're particularly doing in rehearsals that help yeah, you get definitely. mentally ready? Um, muscle memory is a huge thing okay. and singing being the singer it's about trying to be as athletically fit as you can because yeah. Even though my job is to like make it look easy, um, the easier it looks, the harder physically you actually are working to make it look that easy. Mm -hmm. And singing is pure energy. So um, I'm trying to be as fit and healthy as possible, which means just like quite a strict singing practice routine. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously having had throat surgery and um, I actually had glandular fever as well, which happened because of the stress on tour, which is a whole other story very long and boring yeah. and um so it's just like building up that strength again and then as you build up that strength i think you gain confidence which helps you in that moment to step out there on stage yeah yeah you know it's interesting tom talking about you know the the, the bandwidth of the people around him who, you know part of the team you know are they up to capacity because if they're up to capacity that's potentially a problem and sort of just being you know knowing that your capacity has grown and you can yeah. you can perform within it i think that's yeah. and the muscle memory kit thing i think is is particularly key does that does that is that a whole body thing for you, or or is it purely in the in the vocal area? Where 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 does the sort of muscle memory really reside for you? Uh, it's in the body. Okay. Um. So your vocal cords are the last thing; they actually don't really necessarily do that much. Right. So I it's it's everything else. Yeah. Um. And that's yeah. So it's, it's a lot of work. And as long as you have the support and the understanding of of great bandmates and stuff, then yeah. it's totally achievable. But yeah, you do need a team. Even if you're a solo artist as a singer, you need that team around you. Um, I'm lucky enough that I'm in a band, so we, we can be that team. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's really interesting drawing the parallels because you know, I, love, I love watching Roger Federer playing tennis and how, he, how easy he makes some of the shots he plays. You know, and it's just absolute artistry. But mm -hmm. you know, the ability to get in the position to play the shot in the first place with such beauty is, you know, is the foundation work and it's kind of similar in that, in that background. Thinking about the roles that you're playing, so that you know, it sounds like there's some, some clear roles. Are, are there other mm. people around you who become increasingly important to help support you? Because it, it's it's not just about, I guess, yourselves and the band members. Are there, mm. are there other people who are important in terms of giving you the energy and the capacity and the support? I think there are. I think we're trying to. We, it, that's been a constant sort of pr process actually for us in terms of like trying to fit the correct team around us. We obviously have management. We actually had management before, and we sacked our original management and moved on to some new managers who have been amazing and everything's much better in that sense but then there's other elements like when you go on the road you have a road team so you have crew who do sort of all the technical aspects you have a tour manager yeah. and then there's obviously other things like Hannah has a singing coach and and there are lots of different things and I think we're constantly trying to curate our team and I think we could still do better in that realm and just really really hone those people around us to make it the perfect sort of touring party, I, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Group or party, or, 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 or both. Okay. So party. <laughs> not a party. Not a party. Kick out the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and um, you know, that, is is it easy for you to sort of find the people who you know? So you want to curate more? How, is, do you trust easily? Do you know? No. You know what you're looking for? Uh, we've had a lot of bad experiences, um, and I think that's really damaged. Certainly, my, I, I think probably I speak for, speak for both of us. Like our trust has been sort of tested a lot, and I think it is difficult. 
and I, and I and he, and there isn't there is an element of like when you start off and you're very young, you're sort of like almost you the people it's, it's as if you're working for the people that that who are your crew members and and you're sort of doing the job for them and actually you realize sort of maybe halfway through you're like actually I'm paying you to do this you know you're working for us mm -hmm. and that's an important realization I think a young band has to go through mm -hmm. in some ways and I think. It, it, there's a responsibility element that then comes onto your shoulders and you learn how to be a better boss essentially as well. Yeah. And I think again that comes down to the, the team aspect as well because if you don't respect the team that you're in as, as just the band members or if you don't respect yourself then other people will never respect you and I think that's another lesson that we, we kind of learn as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's making me think of some of the, the rowing crews that I work with. You know, so if there's four of them in the boat together, you know, we talk about being 100% of your seat, you're 25% of the boat, mm -hmm. but each of you has yeah. the responsibility of being, you know, 100% of the 25 to make sure mm -hmm. that, you know, that, that, that you are absolutely allowing the whole to become greater than the sum of the parts. Mm -hmm. and, and, and your focus can be totally on you with trust of the other three as well. So that's, that, that's interesting stuff. I, I, get, I, I get, you know, I'm, I'm thinking ahead a little bit as well to the, to the festival and thinking about going on to stage for the first performance. Can you give us an insight into some of your immediate sort of pre-performance routines that go on backstage for the sort of, you know, little while just before you actually get out in front of the adoring fans? Well, I used to throw up. <laughs> which, um... <laughs> so, so Matthew Pinsent was the same when he was rowing, so you're, yeah, you're in good yeah. company there. Um, <laughs> so that used to happen. That doesn't happen so much anymore. So... I try not to do that. That's what I'm doing. Um, I try not to throw up. Yeah. Okay, good, good tip. Excellent. A big thing is obviously the, the physical warm-ups again, but it's actually yeah. just embracing the fear. I'm just like, I just know I'm just going to feel horrendous for this hour leading up to this gig. I'm going to feel horrendous probably halfway through, you know, for the first half. And then afterwards, I'm going to feel amazing. And I just accept it. I mean, I usually drink beer, but I'm trying to give that up as well. So we'll see how that goes. Does that, does that help with your creativity on stage? Well, you know, it's that thing. I mean, Dot maybe has three or four beers and I'll have my one before I go on. And, it, and, it, and it's sort of a thing of maybe it just gives you a little bit of like confidence, you know, liquid yeah. courage or whatever. But I'm going to try and go for it, try and do a sober show and see how that goes. <laughs> see the shit that I've had to yeah. put up with. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Hannah's always been doing sober shows. So, yes, you know. and, and perhaps some of the audience might do a drunk day at work. We'll do a swap for a while. Maybe, maybe, maybe that could be fun. Um, so, but in, in, in that period, so when you're rehearsing, I presume you're not rehearsing drunk. No, well, no, no, I'm not. No, 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 no but I'm just thinking about the no. performance thing there. You know, actually yeah. the state that you're preparing mm -hmm. in and actually trusting the state that you're preparing in is actually going to deliver for you when... When, absolutely. When you want to go and perform. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. The, the sober thing that is an interesting point though, mm, because it is, yeah. the biggest bands in the world, you know, the cold plays, they're they're going on stage sober. Mm. The only way that you can last that long in the industry and have a career like that is to be sober and and healthy and mm. you know deal with it. The problem is, is there's a history in the music industry of the opposite. Yeah. It's that rock and roll sort of mentality, like just drink it, drink your you know, courage through and get through the gig and yeah. on to the next one and it's just drinking drugs and that's that's the mentality but yeah. I think it's changing now so much and I think when we, we toured with Coldplay very briefly and we, we saw that firsthand actually what their 
mentality was, and it, and it is different. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I think that brings me back to where we started this first question to, you know, being able to understand what is success for you and where and how do you want your career to be able to be de determined in terms of your success, you know, how did we do it, what was the, the style that we brought to it, and uh, you know, is, is, so, you know, you've got the, be the best of all sort of peace in mind this year, is, is there any other sort of focus for this year that you're working towards or anything else that you're thinking about that, that, that is inspiring you and helping you sort of, you know, keep, keep taking the next step this year? Yeah, I think I think our ultimate goal is to make more music and for it to be something that we're really proud of. And um, with not being healthy and having good team leadership on our first record, the actual set, the other process of making music really suffered. So in changing our attitude towards touring and doing shows, hopefully we'll come out of it with more energy. Yeah. And we want to basically release a third album that hopefully will be amazing. Great, uh, fantastic. Well, look, look, we've, we've come to the end of the, the, the lot for you two, so thank you very much again. We're going we're to cut to the opportunity to get Q&A for the entire audience now, but thank you very much. A round of applause while we get the other questions.